Hi guys and welcome back to Intuitively Being You. In this podcast, I talk about all things intuition, inner guidance, inner wisdom, self-love, self-care, healing, growth, spirituality and so much more. I'm Desi and I'm here because I listen to my intuition. Thank you for listening to yours and for joining me and let's get into this episode all about the chakras and the incredible healing powers they can bring to us. Hi guys, I'm so excited about this episode. The chakras have been such a big part of my own healing journey, especially over the past year. I've really dived into each one and how it can bring healing and wholeness to ourselves and I'm just so excited to share what I know, what they mean to me. I feel like because it's such an important part of my journey, this episode will barely scratch the surface of what I want to say Um, but I guess that's just not true in any of these mediums. We're obviously limited by space and time and you know there are a whole thousand page thousand page books on the chakras so this is just one way to summarize all the info out there in the world um this is also the first time that I'm filming this so I'm quite excited to post this on I don't know I guess YouTube my social medias wherever I'm led to um and yeah I've got because if you do watch the filmed version you can see that I've got a candle and some flowers and crystals behind me and you can't see on camera but I also have some other crystals right next to me and also a beautiful pink rose that I picked up um, just outside the house. So I think with all these beautiful things around me, oh, I'm just this is just going to be a great episode to record. So let's get started on the chakras. The chakras are a system of energy points in the human body and each energy point relates to different parts of the human experience and different parts of ourselves. So we can use that system to heal, grow and balance all the different components of ourselves and in turn affect our outer world because obviously the inner is always reflected by the outer and the more work that we can do that we can yeah do on our inner selves the more that our outer life can reflect our truth and our dreams there are seven main chakras which is what I'll talk about today there are also some more minor chakras throughout the body and there are some who believe that the number of main chakras is 12 not 7 Those additional five chakras are said to exist outside of the body and I won't go into them them in this episode because I simply don't know enough and I don't use them for my own work but if you're intrigued then by all means you can research separately but the seven chakras are really what's kind of the traditional way to view the chakra system and what I think is the most practical way to work with them. So over the past year, I personally have dived dived deep into each one and how I can improve the well-being of each. I've also really looked into where I might have in the past ignored parts of myself and 
the chakras have been great in this in reminding me that we need balance we need balance of say like the mental aspects which would be represented by the third eye chakra and that needs to be balanced with our root chakra and our physical life so my journey has been that journey of descent and focusing more on the lower chakras which are more material based and naturally someone that can place more value on kind of like the intellect and the emotions and like the less tangible things and put less value on the earthly parts of life and the chakras for me have been very empowering in bringing more strength and balance to my more physical life and also my more kind of communal relationships aspects of life so if this is already too much or a bit too airy fairy don't worry I'm going to slow down and talk us through each chakra and what I think is really important to say is that whether or not you believe in the chakras I think just their symbology can be very healing and beneficial they really ask us to look at ourselves and our lives in a holistic way and to not to not forget or miss things so without further ado I'm going to talk about what each chakra represents where it's located in the body how you can heal each one through different things different practices and also how you can identify which are in balance and which are in need of nourishment so as you work through the system as you listen to me I invite you to get a pen and paper if you'd like and make your own notes of this you don't have to make notes of everything but it can help to make notes of the things that resonate I personally when I started working with the chakras I made um, like an A3 poster for myself um, I thought it'd be good to like include it in the video so you can see but I actually don't have it with me but I will be using a picture of that poster to go through the different chakras so it's definitely something that helped me learn about them because the process of research itself is kind of you know you kind of integrate remember and then the process of writing that down that research in quite a structured way another way to integrate the knowledge and then that poster is just hung up on a wall that I walk past every day so you know if you really want to dedicate yourself to this I would really recommend just creating your own home as a space of learning about the chakras and reminding yourself of it so let's start with the whole kind of the root of all seven chakras so all the seven chakras are housed along the spine they start with just above the head one of the seven chakras is outside of the body the crown chakra and they go down 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 the line of the spine to the base of the spine which is the place of your root chakra those main seven chakras travel along the Sushumna or the Sushumna Nadi which is an energy pathway. Nadi in Sanskrit just means channel of energy. There are many other Nadis in the body but the Sushumna is the main one here. The chakra system's roots are in Sanskrit in those ancient Vedic texts and the first mention of the word chakra was in one of the Vedas and it meant it was used to mean wheel. Since then the development of tantric traditions which is a branch of yoga has integrated the chakras more into yogic teachings, has systemized them and 
since then they're even used on their own you know they're not they're not just a part of yoga and yogic philosophy um they really are used throughout the world and people with little prior knowledge of the chakras have had their own revelations of their existence such as dr sue mortar in her energy in her book the energy codes so each chakra represents different part of the human experience different part of ourselves they travel along the sushumna and as they travel along along the sushumna it's really important that they easily communicate with each other so even if you strengthen each chakra you know some chakras say if other parts of your chakras or other parts of yourselves aren't as balanced these can cause blockages and kind of stop the energy from traveling along the sushumna so not only do we want a balance of all the chakras we especially want this balance so that there can be clear communication between all of the energy points so firstly i'll explain the location of each one and then i'll dive into each one so as i do this maybe you can take a moment to place your hands on the points that i mention to really connect with the physical space of each chakra so starting at the base of our spine is our root chakra then going up is our sacral chakra which is kind of our lower abdomen our womb space our hara space Then we have the solar plexus chakra just above the navel and just below the base of your ribs. Then we've got the heart chakra in the middle of the chest. Our throat chakra where our throat is. Our third eye chakra in between our eyebrows or kind of just above in between our eyebrows. And our crown chakra just above our head. So if you're watching the video you saw me pointing to these um but if you were listening then maybe just touch those spaces on your body so base of the spine womb space just above the navel middle of the chest throat space between the eyebrows and just above the head So let's start going into each one um I'm just going to find my picture of the file Ooh. Okay, I had to pause a little bit because I had some downloading image issues, but I am ready to go. So, we're going to start with the root chakra. Root chakra is located at the base of your spine. Its color is red and it's all about the most physical aspect of our life. In Sanskrit, the word is muladhara, and this root chakra is about our survival, our belonging, our security, finances, home, our physical body and nature really. Its affirmation is I have or I belong. So it's all about the most basic of survival needs. Its element is earth and the planet that it's connected to is Saturn. When this chakra is out of balance, we can feel like fearful we can feel like our energy is scattered we can feel like we don't belong like we don't have a home like we don't have a community we can feel anxious and just overall quite lethargic and passive when this chakra is balanced we can feel like we've got a lot of physical energy our physical health is intact we feel like we have a place where we belong on this earth we feel like we're kind of mastering life 
really, I mean, life mastery is kind of all the chakras, really. But we really feel like we're fully in this earthly experience and fully committed. More um, modern links to the chakras, I could have said this earlier, but more modern links to the chakras are things like essential oils, gemstones, also just planets um, are more, I guess, modern links to the chakras. So I'll include these here too. If you do want to work on strengthening each chakra, you can use those different essential oils that I mentioned and different gemstones. So the essential oils linked with the root chakra are cedarwood, myrrh and vetiver. The gemstones that are linked to this are black onyx, red agate and carnelian. The planet is Saturn. So if you're into astrology or planets in general, Saturn is that really earthy responsible um kind of committed for the long term um planet and when saturn is involved things are here to last things are going to really have great foundations and they'll be here for a really long time other things that you can do to balance the root chakra are movement and taking care of your physical body getting being well I guess just being in check what am I trying to say um checking in with your finances and your job but not so much in a way where you not in like a shamey way I guess is what I'm trying to say in a way where you're like what are what is my relationship to money what is my relationship to my home to my family to my roots really checking in with those parts of yourselves if you've never thought about this in terms of food things like protein and cooked vegetables can help to balance the chakra because it's all about bringing your energy down and having that sense of heaviness so moving up from the root chakra we've got the sacral chakra which is located in your lower abdomen or your womb space the color of the chakra is orange and it's all about moving into community, relationships and emotions. Its element is water. So it's all about the waterways of our body, which are the waterways are our emotions. In Sanskrit, the chakra is Svadhisthana. And other areas that it covers are intimacy, sensations, our pleasure our appetite and some say that it covers the unconscious un unconscious parts of ourselves the planet is the moon again if you're into astrology the moon is where our emotional life is it's where we feel like home but not in a physical sense but in this really kind of cuddly emotional sense where we're like oh this feels really good right here gemstones for the chakra are moonstone and tiger's eye carnelian as well and essential oils are anything orange really so orange oil also bergamot and jasmine when this chakra is out of balance we might lack creativity we might feel like our emotions are quite stuck or suppressed maybe we're not even aware that they're suppressed we can also feel unhappy in our relationships and we might feel like there are blockages in um, our freedom and our ability to experience pleasure. Balanced, this chakra means that we can create things freely. 
we follow our guts and we express our truth. We have this inner knowing. The affirmation here is I feel, but also also I enjoy, I think, is the chakra. Um, it's our space of femininity. And this applies to, you know, men and women, not our space of being a woman per se, but our space of those feminine aspects, which are emotions, creativity, flow, ease, receiving. Other ways that you can balance this chakra are through journaling, through doing things that you enjoy, maybe things that you liked in your childhood, sweet foods and doing hip opening poses can be really good as well. This is why our emotions are said to exist in the hips because this is the space of our sacral chakra. Moving up from the sacral chakra, we arrive at the solar plexus, which is just above the navel or just below the base of our ribs. Its color is yellow and in Sanskrit, the name is Manipura. It's all about our personal power, confidence and autonomy. So its affirmation is I can. This chakra is our fire center. So its element is fire. Its planet is Mars. So the areas covered are, like I said, personal power, autonomy. It's where our self-determination is, where our purpose, destiny, dharma lies. And it brings up those survival instincts from the root chakra, combines them with community and emotions. And in that solar plexus, things are becoming a little bit less material and more into action out into the world. The gemstones or crystals associated here are citrine, also tiger's eye again. Essential oils are things like ginger, lemon, bergamot. When this chakra is unbalanced, we might feel stuck and like we can't take action. We might have a low self-esteem, low self-trust. We might also be sensitive to criticism because the solar plexus is also the place of our ego. And anyone who... Well, when our ego is hurt and when we don't feel confident enough, we feel quite sensitive to any criticism because we don't trust our own truth enough. So anything that challenges us is just kind of like a hit to our gut. Balanced, this chakra means that we've got that sense of personal power. We're really strong in who we are. We know who we are and we're ready to take action from them. We respect ourselves and we trust in the destiny and purpose that we have in life. Things that can balance this chakra are practicing taking action, just listening to yourself, listening to your truth and taking action out into the real world, not just keeping your thoughts about what you think your truth is, what you think will make you happy. You actually go out and you get it. Being in the sun can also help because our fire is the sun, is that point of um, heat, light, strength. Yellow foods are said to balance the chakra and Things like um, fire breath, so pranayamas that are more energizing can really balance this chakra. Okay, so we've covered the lower three chakras, which are more earthy, more physical, and we arrive at the heart center, which is at the center of our chest. Its color is green because green is said to be the color of love in the traditions that the chakras originate from. Um, but more modern 
associations of the color pink because in our modern world pink is the color of love and the heart and quite obviously the heart center is about love and compassion it's also a point of truth and for me it's the point of our soul in sanskrit the heart chakra is anahata so if you've done yoga and you've done puppy pose um the sanskrit name for puppy pose is anahata anahas oh my gosh anahasana um so um heart opening pose so yeah life areas for this chakra are love compassion it's also about unity because it's that balance between the upper and the lower and unity of everything and everyone it's that point of balance is that point of giving receiving affinity and oh it's just it's such a such a juicy chakra i feel like it's just so it just makes you feel like home and it makes you feel loved and cozy yeah i think cozy rather than juicy is the right word the element here is air and the planet is venus the essential oils associated with the chakra are rose geranium melissa gemstones of rose quartz jade aventurine and if the chakra is unbalanced we might feel quite blocked up in our heart like we might struggle to receive love we might be fearful of betrayal we might be fearful of getting close to others we could also on the other hand be very codependent on others and we might have poor relationships and relationships that don't have that balance between giving and receiving and relationships that aren't built on true love but maybe on status or success or just our ego balanced this chakra is the chakra allows us to express love freely in a sense of there's more than enough everyone we when it's balanced we don't feel like we're giving ourselves up by expressing loving kindness and we don't feel like we're taking away from others when we receive love balance the chakra really allows us to be truthful and honest and do everything from a place of compassion and kindness activities to strengthen and balance your heart chakra include taking time for self-care maybe meditating journaling going on a solo walk being with friends drawing whatever self-care means to you also spending time on your hobbies and foods wise um the kind of traditional or what i've read of as traditional ways to balance the chakra three foods are green foods but for me it's any kind of foods that make you feel happy so aphrodisiacs would be quite you know an obvious way to balance the chakra but i don't know maybe for you it's a really good meal that reminds you of your childhood or maybe it's a meal that someone who you love always makes for you or maybe it's a meal that you love making for someone else deep breathing and any breath work as well can really balance the chakra as can um heart-centered meditations because they remind you that you have a heart center that you have that point of truth and if you're interested in a heart centered meditation um i will shortly be uploading a free one to my website so maybe by the time that this episode is out it will already be on there you can also buy yourself roses to balance this chakra and cacao ceremonies are a great way as well to open up the heart and open up to your truth the next chakra is our throat chakra it's located where your throat is and its color is blue its affirmation is i speak in sanskrit this is vishuddha 
and it covers things like communication, creativity, expression. It's also our place of receiving and giving, but in a different way to the heart space is this place of receiving and giving through communication and through kind of practical things. It's also the place of abundance. This chakra's element is ether. So up to the heart chakra, we have the four key fire key elements. So air, fire, water, earth. At the throat chakra, some say there's no elements. Some say it's the element of ether, which is the cosmos, like space. The planet is mercury and essential oils here are peppermint. So, you know, peppermint is what's recommended if you have a blocked nose or maybe even a sore throat and eucalyptus as well. Gemstones are aquamarine and turquoise. But again, kind of trust your intuition. It doesn't have to be the things that I mentioned here. If this chakra is unbalanced, we might struggle to express ourselves. We might feel anxious when we do and we might feel withdrawn from the world. So like we've kind of got like some blockage in our throat. Like sometimes we physically feel it, you know, when you feel like you have a lump in your throat and you can't quite get your words out. That would be an unbalanced throat chakra. Balanced, we do feel free to express. We hear, we speak freely, we have good communication and we might be someone that can really easily affirm the fact, um, the sentence rather, my life reflects me. So this third chakra is where all the physical lower three chakras have built up. They've been purified and filtered through the truth of our heart and now they're ready to be expressed. And so we need a block, an unblocked and balanced throat chakra to express our truth out into the world. If we don't, then, you know, the energy builds, 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 and then it gets blocked here and it can't go out into the world. Other ways and general ways rather to balance the chakra are practicing expression, getting vocal, doing things where you say what you think, you do what you want. Maybe for you also writing will help or maybe drawing, whatever self-expression means to you. Next stretches as well in terms of movement can help. And warm teas are a really good way to balance this chakra and to heal it. Blue foods are as well said to balance the chakra because the color is blue. Um, but yeah, just kind of go with what you feel is good for you. If um, something that's really helped me with my throat chakra is noticing places and situations in which I feel like I have those blockages so and doing them more. So for example, um, some months ago I went to a kundalini yoga class and kundalini has a lot of chanting and mantras. Um, and that's when I realized like, oh my gosh, my throat chakra is so blocked up. I didn't feel comfortable to chant and to mantra in this really like strong potent way never would have thought I'd get on um, a podcast and record I mean the number of blockages that I, I have personally around my throat and expression um, are worth two whole episodes um, but I, I recognized that and I was like I have got to come back to this I even said it to a friend I was like wow I I've always kind of known I'm not a confident speaker but my gosh like I didn't realize how hard these things are for me and I kept on coming back and some you know classes later um even my teacher was like oh like kind of looking around the room and saying like oh you know if you don't want to chant you don't have to 
And she looked to me and another person. She was like, you guys will, right? Because she kind of wanted to take a break and not have to lead the chants. And I was like, yeah, of course I'll chant. Um, so that was just a few weeks after my initial kundalini yoga class where I was like, there is no way I'm going to chant. Like, <laughs> no way, Jose. Um, so yeah, just stick with it and it will get easier. If if you relate to this, maybe you have an unblocked throat chakra and you, you don't feel the same way. So the next chakra is our third eye chakra between the eyebrows or just above at the center of our forehead. Its color is indigo and its affirmation is I see. In Sanskrit, the chakra is called the Ajna chakra. It's all about our intuition and our insight, our imagination, our mental abilities, our consciousness and our clairvoyance, so <clears throat> our clear sight. The sacral chakra to me, well, I think to everyone, but the way I see it is the sacral chakra is this really feminine, earthy wisdom, intuition in that more grounded way and in those more ancestral ways. And our third eye is our intuition in a more cosmic sense, in a more mental sense. And I think it's really important to balance the intuition of both and to not live in just the space of one. So our sacral chakra brings that earth wisdom. Our third eye chakra brings that cosmic wisdom. And together they balance our expression. Maybe you've heard of the sense that we as humans are the middle point between the heavens and the earth. And I think the third eye and the sacral represent that perfectly. The heart space is that center of absolute truth and that truth is strengthened through the third eye intuition and the sacral intuition. The element here is light or some people say it has no elements and the planet is Jupiter. Essential oils linked to this chakra are sage, rosemary, sandalwood, gemstones are amethyst, lapis lazuli and clear quartz. An unbalanced uh, third eye chakra might mean we lack clarity, we lack clear thinking, we lack direction as a result of that. Balanced, we will have a higher perspective of life because we have that higher intuition that lets us step back from ourselves and see things clearly. We're not so attached to things and we we kind of trust things beyond the physical we trust inner knowings we trust inner wisdoms we trust things that just come to us and we're like oh yeah I have I have no reason to trust that but I do because I know it's this higher wisdom that's coming to me things that can balance this chakra are adaptogenics so for me I use why am I forgetting the name um I use ashwagandha quite a lot. So I ashwagandha is an adaptogenic and adaptogenic are these herbs that are said to be stress reducing and brain enhancing. So for me, ashwagandha, I mix in with either some oat milk and some cinnamon or I add it to my cacao and using cacao ceremonies. Meditation also helps to balance this chakra as does being in nature and as does actually following your intuition, acting out on the things that you receive. Finally, we arrive at the crown chakra. So top of the head, just above the head. Its colors, its colors vary, so it might be violet, purple. To some people, it's white because white is that color of the ultimate cosmic source energy. 
it's affirmation is I am. It's just, you know, the the simplest of all. I am, I'm here without any attachments, without any labels. In Sanskrit, it's Sahasrara. And it governs all things of higher knowledge, enlightenment, spirituality, connection and self-realization. Its element is either again nothing because some people don't think that the higher chakras have an element or consciousness. Its planet is Uranus. Essential oils here include lavender, frankincense, sandalwood. Gemstones include clear quartz and selenite as well as moonstone. If this chakra is unbalanced, we might feel disconnected from our spirituality. We might be closed-minded. We might be quite cynical. We basically lack a view and understanding that there's something bigger here. And in turn, when it is balanced, we know that there's a higher purpose to everything. We are at peace with ourselves and with life. We surrender to, to the flow of life because... We know that we're not in charge a lot of the time. Um, ways to balance the chakra are practicing that surrender to life and to receiving, doing things that you find expansive to your soul, meditating as well, um, and maybe even dedicating yourself to really deepening your philosophy on life, whether that's spirituality or something else, getting really in touch with what the bigger picture is for you. So that's all the seven chakras, really. I think um, that's just one way to summarize them really quickly and to have this great overview of what each one stands for, the things that are connected to them. So I'm not going to go any further with the chakras here. I feel like this was a lot of knowledge to be shared in one go. Um but what I will do is I will be having a second part to this and in the second part I'll be going a bit more deeply into this idea of balancing the chakras and ways that they limit us. So when we have an imbalanced chakra, these imbalances affect how we show up to our life, they affect our connection to our intuition, they limit how aligned we are to ourselves and in turn our life might not reflect what we want it to reflect those imbalances affect how we show up in our relationships and just overall the health of our body and mind so in the next episode i'll be going a bit a lot deeper into the general healing of the chakras and more practical particular like kind of specific tips on how to balance each one for now um I hope you learned something and I hope you let yourself kind of integrate and take this knowledge, especially if it was new to you. That's another reason I wanted to split this into two episodes. I think that we sometimes need some time to integrate before we go into the next step, even though in our fast paced life, it's very easy to just want more and more and more and want to take in all the information all at once. I think it's actually really good to kind of be like, okay, I've learned this today. I'm going to pause for a week, maybe go back to it, maybe revise it a bit before I go on to the next stage. As always, if you have any comments, any questions, anything that you found particularly interesting, um, feel free to get in touch with me and feel free to explore which aspects of the chakras resonate to you. Maybe you like the essential oils, maybe you like the idea of activities, maybe colors 
are quite important to you and you really re resonate with the colors and just take a moment to see how well just take a moment to see what was awoken in you what resonated with you and maybe in particular take a moment to reflect on what triggered you or maybe what you felt disconnected from that can be a really good way to find the chakras that need more balance